2: No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply.
3: See website for details.
2: I might be better off without you. There's too
0: many people.
2: everybody, to Club Dead Corner here on Club at 22, the Rangers podcast, and to day 105 of one team not having a manager and just another day for us to bask in the glory of Rangers being the champions. Um, so we are here to discuss some Rangers news and to go over some listeners' questions uh, this week. I am your host, Scott Carney, and joining me in a, a new look video for people that are watching this on YouTube. First of all, it's Ali Pearson. How's it going, mate?
3: Not too bad, how we doing, lads?
2: Scott Gamble, how's things, mate?
1: Hi, hi, guys. Um, good to be back after a wee hiatus last week.
2: <laughs> yes, a wee hiatus. If that's what you want to call it. And Jamie Lowe, how's it going, mate?
0: Very well, mate. How's things?
2: Yes, good, mate. As you say, for people watching on YouTube, uh, you will see it's a wee bit different. We've upgraded a, a, a wee bit. Uh, for people listening to us on Spotify and Apple, I'd imagine it looks and sounds exactly the same as it always did. But yeah, just something new for us uh, to enjoy, if you like. Um, So first of all, before I get into it, I just want to say a massive thank you to Stu from Art of Gold, who's provided the new backdrop for the podcast. Um, For people listening, you'll be able to see the artwork on the pod. I've also used one of the the artworks that Stu's done. Um, His stuff is absolutely brilliant. Um, It really is. He's a very talented boy, and he kindly provided us with a a few pictures, and he's shown some great support to us. So... um, I'll leave a description for the Art of Gold website in the description for this podcast. Um, go check it out. Honestly, stuff is absolutely brilliant, and we really do thank them for the support, and hopefully we will have them on uh, the pod uh, soon. Um, fingers crossed, anyway. But, yeah, it's going to be busy over summer, so get your get your orders in as quickly as you can. So the music for today's podcast was Glorious by Ash and Nala. That was picked by me, um, and the reason I picked it, it was on Steven Gerrard's Instagram post when they put up a compilation of all the the kind of goals that we've scored this year, and they just did the wee emoji with the two stars in it. And uh, I think he's missing Rangers as much as we are, but yeah, that's why I picked it. If it's good enough for the gaffer, it's good enough for me. Um, do you just like that, Ali? You won't, you won't like that kind of me music, surely.
3: It's all right. I've not, I didn't, I've not heard that one before. I was thinking it's definitely not Scotia that I picked that, so I ruled him right out the equation. But no, it's quite good. To be fair, I mean Gerard brought us the other song when he was driving it in the Eyebrooks, which is an absolute nailer. I've listened to that umpteen times. But um, no, it could be true. Sure. Oh, I'm glad you liked it,
2: mate. Um, Jamie's, I've introduced it to Jamie earlier on in the week. Scotch playing on oh, your bag, that is it.
1: It's easy listening kind of stuff. I wouldn't go out my way to buy it or anything, but
2: that's no, what it is. But, uh, yeah, that's the reason that I, I picked that. You'll get to pick a pick-a-tune soon, Scott, if you're not taking a hiatus uh <laughs> anytime soon. You'll be, able to, you'll be able to pick a tune, mate. But anyway, that's enough of that. Let's get into Rangers news, gentlemen. And there is only one place to start. The news we've probably been waiting for since the season ended is that Jermaine Defoe has signed a new player slash coach deal with Rangers. Um, he said in his Instagram post... Since I joined Rangers in 2019, I never expected to fall in love the way i done. This is not only a great club, but a British institution. I want to thank the gaffer, our chairman and the board for this opportunity. I cannot wait to get started for the club's 150th year forever ready. Ali, I'll come to you first. Um, I don't think there's any Rangers fan
3: out there that's not delighted about this. No, it's brilliant news. I was was working when it came through and I... Stuck up my Instagram post because I know how to work Instagram now after years (laughs) and years. (laughs) Put put the DJ Otzi song in the background. So I enjoy singing that song with Jermaine So I've got another year at least singing it. But no, to be fair, I think he's been working behind the scenes coaching. I don't think this is new to him. I think he was doing that last year. It makes sense to have him around. He's an ideal replacement if we get hammered with injuries next season at one point to bring in. I doubt you'll play many games next season, but you can see he's now staging his career going into the coaching side of the game. And what a guy to learn from. We've got Fashion Sakala coming in as well and he's been waxing lyrical about Rangers in every post I've seen him interviewed and he's another guy that can learn off of learn off the 4 You've seen the improvement in Morelos in um, the last couple of seasons with Defoe being there. So no it's all positive. Yeah, Scotia, um Defoe's
2: record really speaks for itself for Rangers. His stats are pretty unbelievable, as to be expected for a guy of his quality. But are you are you happy enough with, with Defoe staying on?
1: No, oh, I'm delighted I mean what are his stats? Is it like 32 goals and 76 appearances or something? I, not Where all of them are starts. Yeah. Yeah, so that that's unbelievable. Um, but I, I was delighted when it got confirmed because there was a wee bit of concern that he would want to go away and get more minutes somewhere else because I think he would. I know there was rumours kicking about that obviously Sunderland were potentially looking at him and he's got uh, obviously big connections down there as well um, from previously playing. But um, I was um, delighted when it got confirmed that he was staying on for a year and in that player coach role. And Ali's right, there was that pitcher that was kicking about earlier in the season with him and the whiteboard and um, Aribo and Kimara and stuff were around about there as well. So he's a, a perfect role model to have around the club. He speaks really highly Rangers. And I, I, he's one of these players that I don't think he's seen it because he's there. I think he's always kind of viewed Rangers as being a big club. You know, he's a very, very intelligent football and type of guy that he knows how big a club Rangers are. And yeah, you can see he's delighted to be here. And yeah, really happy that he's, he's signed on for that year and pass on his experience.
2: Yeah, I think he, the, the way he speaks about Rangers and everything, I think as well, this has been a long career for him and this is his first league title that he's ever won. I mean, you can't, he, he deserves it. I mean, of course he does and then obviously we see the video and we're going to give him the, the medal and the shirt to his mum which just, I mean, it melts your heart. I mean, I'm all for stuff like that. I'm like, yes, sign me up for more of that but Jamie, eh, there's not any more really to add about the praise that we all have for the Similar thoughts. Uh,
0: very, very, um, very good news I wasn't sure whether we were going to extend it or not. Um, <clears throat> he, he has, I've had to bide his time, but you can see he's a really fantastic um, influence on the full squad. Um, as you said, the influence in, in Morelos this year um, just seems to be a really great member of the squad. And, and again, we've we'll spoke about the, the environment of that team um, and, and he, he adds to it. It's good to see that um, he's joining as part of a, a a coaching capacity as well so yeah no ex- excellent news
2: yeah Delighted with it. And then he's even he's bit to the, the Rangers website, like the, the best fans in the world and stuff, he knows what he's doing. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm just like, yes, of course, JD, you're just the most tremendous man in the world, but he, he won't only help uh strikers, I think he'll help the entire team. The, the guy with uh, that sort of experience, and he's obviously got a very close um relationship with Gerard, so it made perfect sense to keep him on, and especially as a coach. I think the player coaches only a year the contract's worth, but I mean, if things go well and Gerard especially decides to stay. I'm not going to say that Gerard's going to take the four away with him when Gerard goes, but um, if we can keep the four on to train our next kind of generation of strikers and whatever coming through, then it's only really a positive. Uh, so, delighted with that. So, move on to our second bit, lads. Um, Greg Stewart and Jungu uh, have left the club. If you listen really closely, you can still hear uh, we call him Nimmo. Friend of the pod, he's still crying his eyes out right now that Greg Stewart's left because he voted for Greg Stewart to be his Player of the Year. So, <laughs> sorry, Callum. Uh, get better soon, mate. I hope you're feeling okay. Uh, Scosha, I'll come to you first, mate. <clears throat> I think we all expected it. Look, I love Greg Stewart as much as the next guy, but he's just not quite good enough. But him and Zungu did contribute, uh, and they will be remembered as being part of this, the, the 55 team. But I think we all expected this news.
1: Yeah, well, it wasn't surprising at all. It was there were the other two that you kind of expected would, would be let go, or we definitely wouldn't win for Zungu from what we've seen on him. Um, it, Stuart surprised me. He's actually had a lot more appearances than I can recall. I think he's up in the sort of 30, 35 appearances mark, which is a lot more than I can remember. He's never really been given a, a consistent run in the team to to get going, and sort of times that he has been in, he'd played poorly. Um, but yeah, as you say, nothing against Greg Stewart, really like him as a player, He's probably he probably walks into any other team in Scotland apart from us and Celtic, to be honest, um, so all the best to him when he goes, and Zungu, now I had quite high hopes for Zungu, but it just never, I think the, the um, performances that Kamara and Davis were putting in sort of negated him getting in the team, and he was coming in to kind of cover at the end of tight games, and he helped out massively for that, but again, similar to Stewart, he wasn't... Didn't really get much run in the team. Um, and I wasn't surprised when they went and I don't think the COVID breach thing helped massively. I, se- I think it certainly soured, in the a- immediate aftermath of it, it, certainly soured a lot of the fans' thoughts to it. Although more's come out about maybe the circumstances weren't weren't as bad as initially people assumed. But I don't think that helped much in his regards. Because I think it was about, is it 2.7 million euros, I think we had um, Something like an offer that, to Yeah, buy yeah.
2: So yeah, it
1: wasn't surprising. We need we need be, we need better quality than that uh, in the middle of the park uh, going into Champions League next season.
2: Yeah, hundred percent agree, mate. Um, Jamie, a couple of years, I say. It's... Greg Stewart, you can't blame him for his effort. You can't blame him for enjoying his title party the way he did. Uh, I've got absolutely nothing against him. Zungu, I think we all were. A wee bit excited by him. Was it Fall Cup that we played when he came on in the cup? And his first pass was like, like a 30 yard pass straight to the feet. But <laughs> we're like, what was this guy? Came from, but I mean, it's yeah. not news we can be shocked by.
0: Yeah, I think that's a good point you've made, Scotia. As in, um, you probably again at the start of the season you'd think of those two players as being squad players. Um, and if we're, you know, we're, we're aiming on on having a an even stronger season next year, um, competing in both Champions League as well as hopefully making some moves within the domestic uh, trophies. So I think it's it's those type of areas and in, in the squad overall we're looking to strengthen. So um, no real surprise that they've moved on. Again, thank them very much for their contribution contribution. Hopefully, um, for Greg Stewart, it gets a, a good move. I think, like you said a lot of ability. Um, so, yeah, all of the best to both.
2: Yeah, Ali, I don't think we'll probably hear anything of Zungu ever again, but I would imagine that Greg Stewart's probably going to stay in Scotland and I think he could probably
3: walk into any other team at Bar Rangers and Celtic. I thought he was a decent player, Greg Stewart. If that, if that was about it, to be honest. He was decent. Where we want to go to and where we want to be, he's not good enough to be at Rangers. That's probably the bottom line, to be honest. He's a Rangers fan, he's won a championship with Rangers, he's contributed, so yeah, he can go away with his, his head uh, held high, I, I thought he was, I, like I said, I thought he was a good player, Greg Stewart, when I see him, we've, we've seen him in lots of cameos, I know Scotia read the stats of how many games he's played, but a lot of them are off the bench, we've seen him in cameos, he's looked decent, but uh, fair play, I mean, he'll move on, he's 31, I could see him going to somewhere like a, to be honest, anyone... Anyone in, in Scotland, a, apart from Celtic, I suppose you mentioned, so we could probably walk in somewhere there. He's played previously at Kilmarnock and Aberdeen, so may as well ticking a couple of clubs off I he could go to Hearts <laughs> or something. But um, Yeah, fair play. Um, on Zungu, like you say, that game we seen when he was picking balls about, you thought, oh, he's a player here. He damaged himself in terms of the, the COVID-5, if you want to call him. Once he did that, it was game over for him. I thought he was neat and tidy, but Again, he's not the level I think we need um, going for um, forward for Rangers at the moment. So, yeah, good luck to him, but um, he again, he's just just not good enough, unfortunately. Yeah, I can't
2: disagree with anything any, we he's said. Really, um, it's, you can't really you can't really dislike a guy for lack of um, ability in terms of Greg Stewart. He just wasn't quite the standard that we needed or uh, we need going forward. And as I said, uh, Zungu was just a a bit of a flop really it just didn't really ever seem to work um, I know he didn't get a lot of chance to get a good run in the team compared to obviously he was trying to compete with um, Davis and Kamara who were miles and miles and miles ahead of him so um, but yeah I mean good luck to both good luck to Greg Stewart hopefully we we'll see him uh, back at Eyebrooks uh, next season obviously just won't be in a Rangers top so we'll move on to the SPFL kind of team of the year that was announced Um, so McGregor, Tav, Goldson, Davis, Kent and Morelos all make the team however and what will be no surprise to anyone that Scotland's greatest ever player to grace the game and Neil Lennon's inverted commas uh, David Turnbull makes ahead of Kamara Uh, Jamie we we can't be shocked by this really that they have to at least pick one Celtic midfielder
0: (laughs) yeah uh, Edward's in there as well, isn't he? Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Not. Not too surprised to, to see. Um. I guess you could just you can you can justify the I think there's a Saint sorry Saint St. Johnson centre half. Um, from memory. Yeah. Um. Ben
2: yeah. at left back. Not nope. at left back. That's right.
0: I agree with that. To be fair, he he is a good player, eh, Deutsch. But um, no, not. not Overly surprised to see uh, Turnbull in there. He is, he is. a good player, but again, has he has he merited a place in the in the team of the team of the year? I don't think so.
2: that one hundred percent not for me. He's not played ninety minutes of football. Um, he's not played the full ninety minutes. I don't think in in a Celtic midfield that was. Made out of paper mache this season. I think it's I think it's pretty ridiculous that they put David Turnbull in an alley. Um, you've seen obviously you've seen the full team. Um, are you in agreement that David Turnbull probably should be there? And see, in you know, all honesty, Edward probably shouldn't be there either.
3: Yeah, I mean we, we've been set, we've been having a bit of a laugh on this show for months about David Turnbull, the best midfielder in Scotland. But that's the press up here; they've been building him up to be this world beater. He's He's look. De- he's a decent player, David Tom. I'm not going to slag that. He's a decent football player, but he looked decent in an extremely poor Celtic team last season. I don't think any of their players should be should be in in that the eleven of the the team of the season from a team that finished I know they finished second, but twenty five points behind Rangers. So doesn't it shock me. He's in there. They've always got to put in Edward for me. Good player Edward. He's a very good player, but he down tools this season, wasn't it? Wasn't interested. So, yeah. Um, and the boy is Doig. I think. I think Doig is the one up front for Hibbs. Yeah. Christian Doig. Is oh the one. fuck! Doig, Doig. I have got the same bloody that, name, man. There's <laughs> that many? But no, the boy, the boy, the boy Doig at left back. You could, you could say I'd it should be in there, but I, I wouldn't argue with the boy Doig. I, I think he's, um, I think he's a good talent coming through. Celtic or Rangers will one of them have a wee go at him to try and get him from, from Hibs they'll probably want decent money for him so yeah can't argue with that and the boys and Johnson as well again they can't argue with that so uh, the two Celtic players and it might sound better because we're Rangers podcast but they sh- they shouldn't be in that team no chance no they're, they're just, they're, they just they shouldn't be uh, in my opinion I think
2: Kamaru could feel very hard done by the fact that Edwards made it in over him so, so, your your thoughts on the the SPFL Team of the Year. I'm not
1: really bothered by it, to be honest. I know the the SPFL do their they do their they do their Team of the Week like all through the season, and the way they operate that is they only pick one player from every team. So you often see a lot of people grumbling on Twitter after that that there's only one Rangers player in it. But the, the way they do it, it's like that. Um, I was really surprised Edward was in it, to be honest. Um, don't think he's kicked his own arse really this season, although I can't say that I've watched a massive amount of Celtic, you know, occasionally watch them if they're on Sky and whatnot. Okay, that is what it is. I've got not really get any complaints. Barisic probably deserves to be in there ahead of Doig, but Doig, as he's all mentioned, has had a really good season. I really like him. He's a player that I think we should be looking at, to be honest. You know, Euros are just about to start, and yeah, Barisic could be, turns up well, could be away, so you'd like to think there's a wee bit of, future planning there because I know obviously we've got Bassey but Doig would be a player I'd be looking at because you don't want to fall into the situation Celtic got with him again that he's now unaffordable to them when they could have got him for like three million a couple of years ago.
2: But yeah, yeah i am not really got much to say about
1: the SPFL team to be honest.
2: No. It's just one of them things that you're just like it's just the typical old same old can I SFA Scottish media thing you've just got to be like alright, okay like we may as well try and shoehorn a few Celtic players in there just to please them. Uh, but aye, in terms of everybody else, it was in a well merited. Um, Boyle, possibly, I don't know. I didn't see too much of him to be completely honest. Uh, but I agree with what you say about the Doig. Doig, is that was that the one? Yeah, Doig. Oh, That's God. the one that plays one. left back. Um, so yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not too shocked at him. I think Rangers probably. I would like to think they're probably maybe having a look at him because as you just, you just mentioned, Scorsese are a chance Baris, which could be free off, depending on how his Euros go. But um, yeah, well, congratulations to everybody that got into it, especially the Rangers players. Um, so just the last bit of news before, it's not really news. Really, it's just a kind of uh, act to point you in the direction of something that I' mean Ali have had the chance to listen to is Ali McCoy's and Gaza back together again on Talk Sport. Um If you haven't already uh, I would go and I would urge you all to go and give this a listen. I thought it was absolutely brilliant. There's a lot of adverts the whole way through it, to be completely honest. But uh, in terms of some of the stories they were talking about, it was great. Uh, Ali, what did what did you make of it?
3: Yeah, no, it was good. I knew this was coming because Talksport put a wee snippet out early in the week, so I, I knew it was coming. But it was uh, no, it was good. So I was in a gym last night and put it on for it was an hour's an hour's episode, so I thought oh, it's decent. To listen to it, but. No, good stories. The two of them together are brilliant. And they talk about Rangers. I mean, it's only a small amount about mm-hmm. Rangers. You really want to listen to just the stories about Rangers deep yeah. down, to be honest, but all these <laughs> stories are decent. I, I don't know if it's just a one-off or if they're going to do a few other ones with them because it, it would be good because they've got that much stories between them. It's unbelievable how many stories they've got. And like you said, the, the Rangers part of it was maybe five, ten minutes long. But it, was, but it was good. It was good seeing the two of them back together and, and talking.
2: Yeah, I think even the, the bit where he spoke about that goal, the second goal against Aberdeen, he actually got emotional when he was talking yeah. about it, guys He actually got emotional, which kind of caught me as well. I was like, oh... Uh, but I think it's just so good to hear are sounding so well. He really did. He, he, I know, obviously, it's an audio podcast. Uh, I don't know if they're going to release a video or not, or even if it's on YouTube, I listen to it uh, as audio. But he sounded well. Do you know what I mean? He sounded like he was kind of back on form. He, his speech was really, really good and it was brilliant to listen to. You could listen to the two talk all day. You actually could, They could have their own series that would run forever and ever. But yeah, I would urge everybody to go and check it out. as on Top Spot. So we'll move on to our QA. So I put out a pause. Post, um, just to get a few listeners to ask a few questions, it uh, could have been about anything. Could have been about Ali's terrible music choice, but no one's actually asked a question about that, which is kind of baffling to be honest. Maybe they, anyway. maybe
3: they think it, maybe they think it's decent then. No, they don't. No, they don't. mate <laughs> <laughs> they,
2: they definitely don't. But we'll, we'll jump to our first we question. Ask them about uh, it. Uh, uh, we probably should, mate. I have asked them about it a lot, mate. To be honest. Uh, some of the some of the songs like if sitting have a few beers with them and you stick on YouTube and that after the uh, the beer starts to take effect and I'm like what did what are you put on wet 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 I'm
0: like What's well, on you? <laughs>
2: I'm like all right mate all right uh, but I uh, know that's a whole podcast in itself but that's probably a whole series in itself just talking about Ali's music taste but we'll, we'll jump into the we'll jump into the questions so um, first question is from Bob Carney. Yes, that is my dad. Thank you very, <laughs> thank you very much, Dad, for for getting involved and leaving a comment. So the old man says, uh, what are the thoughts of us getting back to the full house stadium next season? Will we retain our league championship, and do we think a domestic trophy will be necessary, a necessary addition to complete our dominance of Scottish football? A good run in the Champions League would be nice as well. So Ali, I'll come to you first. It's a hard one to answer in terms of what the how we're going to get back into stadiums and what it's going to be like, especially with um, the kind of rules that are are flying about. (laughs) Maybe mid-season, maybe a full house.
3: I, I honestly think we'll possibly need two vaccinations to get back in properly. I think that's what they're aiming for, the government at the moment. We're not too far away from two vaccinations. I know we've all had our first vaccination, so... Hopefully, we should get our second one August sometime, I'd imagine. It'll be interesting to see Scotia's obviously away to Scotland check the public. On Monday, the game's a two o'clock kick-off. I think Scotia's to be in there at five in the morning. Um <laughs> sit there for the bit. Not, far, the off, game, not but, far off. Uh, but I mean, oh, we'll come to Scoti. scotia will tell us about that one. But it'll be interesting to see and hear Scotia's experience about, about how that runs and how it went in terms of 12,500 fans. We've got a couple of friendlies coming up in July. I fully expect Rangers to have possibly, like Scotia scotland game, 12,000 fans in Ibrox for these games to build up to the first game of the season, which I would hope would be round about half attendance. But in terms of a full attendance, I I think you're talking the tail end of the year. October, I think. October, November, I've had to pick months, but you don't know where the Scottish Government at the moment it could be. <laughs> it could be anything, to be honest. Yeah.
2: Scotia, um, are you. Like, I'm confused at how you're going to last that long inside Hamden with nothing to do. Can't even drink. I, I was
1: thinking about it. I, right, I, I need to. We got our sort of slots that we need to be in the stadium for, and they hit us with the 11 to half 11 in the morning, two o'clock kickoff. I, I think the last time I was in a stadium that long before a kickoff would have been when I was at the qualifiers for France '98, what, nearly twenty years ago. Um, yes, yeah, more than twenty years ago. Um, I, I don't know what we're going to do. I think all the, I've not really, cu- I've been really busy with work recently, so I've not caught up with all the ins and outs. But I know there's talk about maybe needing to provide a proof of vaccination, the two doses of vaccination or proof of a negative test within X amount of hours of the kickoff. I know that's what's happening down in Wembley. Potentially going to happen up at Hamden as well, but they're leaving it pretty late, to be honest. Um, yeah, the, all the um, sort of kiosks and stuff will be shut, as far as I'm aware. Um, so there's talk about bringing in your own your own snack and they'll provide you with the, 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 your own water. They'll provide you with some water or something like that. It's going to be a strange one, to be honest, <laughs> and so... It sounds bloody horrible. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm really, really, really excited to get back to football. I mean, that's, you know, I've been that's over a year now, and getting back to actually watch a game live will be tremendous. The fact that it'll be like the first time I've seen Scotland live in a, a major tournament, Um, again, something that I've always wanted to do. I'm so delighted for it. The circumstances around it aren't ideal. So we'll just need to see how it goes, and I can give you an update once once I've experienced it all. Um, yeah, you
2: should, in you, terms should, of, you should. You should film it, mate. You should film it, and we'll get it up on it and see what it's oh, yeah, like. What it would be like. Uh, in there. You, oh, that's true. If uh, I'm not like you, uh. you'll probably take my phone away or something. Um, so, uh, <laughs>
1: you just see how it goes. In terms of actually, see in terms of Rangers, I was getting back to watch Rangers. Obviously, it's a bit further down the line. I know there's an awful lot of concern that as soon as that last 16 game gets played at Hampden, and per- perhaps once the, the fans zones in Glasgow Green's finished, there's a big fear by a lot of people that Glasgow can move back up a level. Um, that's the big worry. It's it's too difficult to say it at the moment. You'd like to think we would get back in, but...
2: It is very difficult, mate. I fully expect, um, call me a, it, what was it, a pessimist, is that what you call it? I fully expect as soon as the Euros are done and... Um, Scotland are out uh, or not out, whatever. Um, I think Nicola Sturgeon will immediately just put Glasgow back to level three. Uh, I, I think that's and the and the pipeline. I think that's where it's going to be all along, um, which kind of confuses me. Why we don't bother getting vaccinated if we're going to do anything? But again, we're not here to talk politics. Um, Jamie, we've obviously spoke uh, uh, your your, your th- slight thoughts on what when we when you think it's going to be a full stadium, and then we'll obviously move on to the rest of the question. Will we retain our league championship and will we add the league or the Scottish Cup?
0: It's really, really hard to say, uh, hard to tell. I know we've spoke about, it, obviously, the upcoming Scotland game. Um be interesting to get a Scotia's take on, on how how that progresses and uh, what it looks like. All I can say is just... Imagine being back in the stadium. I know we've been we've been into Argyle House for lunch recently, um, and we've been in and around the stadium. Maybe visited the club shop, but getting back into a match day is just going to be incredible. Um, no idea what that looks like, but can't wait for the opportunity to get back in. Um, on on success, and I think there was a bit there about Champions League as well, wasn't there?
2: Yeah, a good Champions League run.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think we've, we've spoken in previous pods about the, the actual qualification, so qualification is going to be difficult and, and Champions League is, is definitely going to be a bonus. I think, um, I mean, retaining the, the league is, is definitely the most important thing this year. Um, adding, adding a form of, of domestic cup, it's going to be really important as well. Um, I think going back to the point about Greg Stewart and Zungu, it's going to be interesting to see those changes to the squad, who who it is we're going to bring in, um, in those positions, and how we strengthen further. Um, but yeah, as I say, Champions League, I see that as a bonus. It's really, really important to get to get the finances in, um, this is this is going to be the the next level up. 100% mate uh, I completely agree
2: so Ali in one word will we retain the league championship next year? Yes Scotia? We will Jamie? Sorry <laughs> Yes Yes that's four yeses yes I think we're all r- relatively confident of that um, yeah no, that know, what's
1: matter for that as well What? Sorry I was going to say what's massive for that as well whoever wins the league next season's guaranteed Champions League group Football the next oh,
2: season. Oh, that's See, Scorch, so. So, is good for things like this, isn't he? Because he thinks things of the future.
0: That's in the spreadsheet.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that will be on the spreadsheet, guaranteed. Uh, but thanks very much, Dad, for for asking us a question. That was very nice of you. Uh, we'll move on to the next question, and it's um, from David Bradford. Cheers, David. Uh, gents. Can we discuss what you consider to be success for next season? Retaining our title was a given, but I'm curious to hear if you'd sacrifice a run in Europe, assuming we're qualifying naturally, as that's very much required for the club's continued financial growth for a cup win, or vice versa. Scotia, what do you make of
1: that? What would I consider success? I think we've spoken previously, we probably do need a, one of the cups next season to kind of cement that. We've been terrible in the cups under Gerard. Um but I don't know if I'd sacrifice a run in Europa. any I come at this slightly differently that I place Europe a bit higher in terms of getting a run. If we get into the Champions League group stages, success in that for me would be to ideally finish third in the group, knock into the, the um knockout rounds of the Europa. Um, but that's that's asking a lot, you know it all depends who you get drawn with. Um but if we I mean if we don't get into the Champions League group stages, then you know, we drop into the Europa League. I think we probably would want the same as this season and a cup on top of that. If I'm being honest. So I'm not asking much. am I?
2: <laughs> No, no, not at all. Um I would I would tend to agree with that. I think I think a double um in terms of the league and a cup is not critical, but I think that's the minimum that Gerard should really be aiming for. We've, we've not done very well in cups so uh, under Gerard. So I think his biggest aim will be winning at least one of them. Um, I really would love Rangers to win a treble next year. But if we manage to, as you just said, um, if we manage to win a double, get into the Champions League group stages anything else after that for me in in Europe is probably a bonus I mean we're not probably not going to get out of um, the group stage but maybe drop into Europa League and have a a bit of a run at that as well I think I would consider that a success Uh, so success in Europe would be third place in the group and then Europa League and then domestically a league and cup double at least Jamie what's your thoughts mate?
0: Totally agree League of detentions. Number one, um, domestic cup. I would like to. I'd really like to see us add at least one of those this year. So I agree with that. A double would be nice. Um, and like you, like like we've said, Champions League is just a, another level up. Um, done really well. We've actually, um, got, got, feels like we've got a reputation back in Europe. Um, done really well in, in some of the the group stages and thereafter uh, over the past couple of years. So um again like to see us strengthen and, and really go for it this year in Europe we know um the money is good for us there so um yeah i think i think success i would deem that as again league retention add a cup and go as far as we can in europe but it's it's an added bonus for me
3: yeah ali yeah league league's, league's priority which we <clears throat> which we mentioned on a your dad's question, but in in, term, in terms of Europe and cups, we need to win a cup. But if I'm the Rangers board and I'm I've got the choice between winning a cup next season or getting into the group stages of the Champions League, I'm telling Steven Gerrard, Champions League, because that's you guaranteeing potentially thirty to forty million pounds. If you win a Scottish Cup, yet yeah, silverware or a League Cup, in terms of monetary value, it's it's nothing. That. Getting into the group stages of Champions League, like I say, £30-40 that's us not having to lose a player. That's us adding onto the squad to build even more for the future. So if it was in terms of a choice between, if that's what David between the two, between Europe or Cup success for next season, I would choose getting into the group stages and sacrificing two Cups next year, just because of the financial reason.
2: It makes sense, mate, to be honest. I think I'm just a bit greedy. Um, Probably in the same lines of what Scotia was going along with that. I want it all, man. I want it all. (laughs) I want a treble. I want the Europa League. I want it all. But but I I definitely think the league is just the priority. Um, As I say, we we don't know what's about to happen with uh, the other side of the city and what what they're when their crisis is going to come to an end, but the kind of state that they're in just now, I think Rangers really need to put the, the foot on the neck and absolutely dominate um, domestic football next season, especially in the league. Uh, but thanks very much, David. Thanks for getting involved. So the next three questions, I've kind of rolled into one because they're all kind of the same and we can kind of pick apart, pick apart the three. Uh, first of all, it was from Alan Caldecott, Alan Longback called the court. I should probably call him. But uh, Alan and his missus have just got engaged. So from all of us here at Club at 22, congratulations, big man. We're all very chuffed for you. Hopefully meet you soon for a pint, mate. But uh, congratulations to you. And from what I've heard, heard, what I've heard anyway, it's well well overdue that you've done it, mate. So congratulations to you, mate. But he, he asked, who do you see signing or potentially selling next season? Uh, the next question was from Craig Watt cheers Craig what do you see as the most important area to strengthen with regards to Europe presuming we will speculate to accumulate and finally uh, David Russell he said who do you fancy in the Champions League assuming we get group stages give us the perfect group scenario also, who's the one big money sale in the summer? Realistically, financially, we'll probably need to. Uh, so, who's your least favourite to leave? So, the three questions are all kind of the same. So, I've, I've kind of broke it down. So, first of all, Ali, I'll come to you first. Where do you, where do we need to strengthen, uh, and does it differ between strengthening purely for domestic, and
3: and Europe, or is it the same boat? I think it comes under both. To be honest, I'd be shocked if we all don't agree in the, the same position. It's it's the middle of the park for me all day long. I know I mentioned previously in our podcast a striker, but that's because I forgot about Fashion Sakala, so I apologize. And I actually forgot about Kamar Roof, to be honest, which I always forget about him playing on the right side. So no, to me it's it's the centre centre of that park. We need I think we need two players in there, definitely. I'd be very surprised if the guys Mentioned another position rather than the centre of the midfield. It's got to be that area for us definitely going forward.
2: Yeah. Jamie, I'll come to you, mate. What do you think? Where do we need to strengthen it? Is it the same for domestically and for
0: Europe? Yeah, to- totally agree. It's, it's the main area that you, you think um, we are late on at the moment. <clears throat> Mentioned obviously um, Davis, Camara, um, even Arfield picking up his injury, Jack picking up his injury. Um, we are very light in that area. You think about the formation we play, um, assuming that we're going to... Because we do, we, we play a very similar formation and, and system, both in Europe and in the league, um, where we'll play three um, central midfielders. So, yeah, I'd like to see his strength, and I'd probably agree with that too. Two um, players, I know we've been linked with uh, John Lundstrom. Um, so it'd be interesting to see who else we bring in, I would agree though. Ali, I think we still need a, a striker. Um, though, again, with that formation, if you think about who we're playing through the middle, you've got Alfie, Ruth, Itton, Defoe. Um, but when it comes to Europe, I know Defoe wasn't included in the squad last year, so do we bring in another striker or someone who can play but, but, that number 10? I know you mentioned
3: Sakala, Sakala, yeah, yeah, but the, again, can he play through the middle? I think so, yeah. Ah, You've also got right as well.
0: Yeah. True. That's true. You forget, aye, you forget, because again, well, I'm coming ah, in, in January,
3: but January.
0: Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ali, stop yeah. Just, yeah. So just naming every just player. Do you know what <laughs> I <I'm> mean? <laughs> I'm naming. You I'm can have first, first or down. <laughs> 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 to, to be fair, we, we mentioned um, left back as well. So, again, there's, there's a number of players, um, I know we're breaking this down, Scott, but one of the things we touched on there, or I think it was maybe David that mentioned um, a player to lose or that might be sellable. We've got a number of players that, that are going to be in this short window over the next coming weeks with Euros, um, with Barisic, Kamara, Halander, Patterson. Um, Any anyway, one of those could go and you think, well, they're, they're um, a big miss. So um, it's going to be an interesting couple of weeks.
2: Yeah, Scotia, Will you go along the
1: lines of that? Yeah, midfield's massive. Yeah, as Jamie was just saying, there it's all kind of predicated on who goes out the door. But I think midfield for me has always been the big one, and as well at the moment, what Kamara's got is it's a three-match suspension for the qualifying games, so he'll miss three matches. You know, yeah. the if the first one, and then the one of the if we get through to the net, well, getting it through to the next one of the Champions League, he'll miss that as well. So midfield's massively important. I think I think i thought that last season, I think that this season potentially could do another striker, but that's pr- probably maybe being greedy again. But one that I'm concerned about is Golden's still not signed his contract extension. So I've just got something in the back of my mind that he, he's back, he's played a massive part in this team. You know, he's came from you know having very serious health issues to playing, you know, for us constantly the last couple of seasons. He's probably at a stage in his career where he's thinking, hmm, I could maybe get a move back down south. And he's not signed that contract extension yet. So I'm slightly concerned at that at the moment. But I don't know. I think he just got engaged recently as well, didn't he? So
2: I ain't get married. Maybe he's no, I ain't married. Oh, was it married? Guess,
1: was it married? Uh, he's so he's
2: married.
1: probably too busy enjoying that at the moment to maybe think about it. But it does give me a wee bit of concern that that's not been wrapped up yet.
2: The the only bit a comfort I take from Gaulton not signing his new deal yet is that Defoe's one can I came out of nowhere. There was no real rumour that it was actually being discussed, uh, or the talks had opened yet. So I'm hoping Rangers are doing their business quietly. I'll be I'll be gutted if Gaulton decides to leave. I, I'm not going to lie. I, I think I would be. I'd be devastated if he chose to 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 not sign a new contract. Um, I'd be shocked as well with Champions League. I really would be. Uh, I really would, but in terms of, we just got to keep our fingers crossed for that. Really, uh, I say we, we don't really know much, but in terms of strengthening, there's nothing I can really disagree with what you boys have said. So uh, I think left back's the only one. Jimmy, you mentioned that left back's the only one. If Barisic does have a stormer, then we, we need a proper a proper left back again, and they're, they're quite hard to find um, as we, we as we know. So uh, I think that's the only other area that our rangers should probably have really keep an eye on. Um but we'll move on to the kind of the next bit i kind of broke down. Um Scott I'll come to you first. This is a uh, harsh mate, I, I know this, but who would you sell or who do you think would be sold and who is your least favourite? Um and obviously to to sell. I know we love them all, right so before we <laughs> before we get into this question, I love every single one of them, but if you had to pick one that you would you would sell, who would it be?
1: Um, I think this is because they're playing at the Euros, and I think they'll be our biggest sellable assets. They'll command the the, the highest fee, we'll get most money back from it, and it would be Kamara and Barisic. And I would, as you say, I would hate for either of them to go, but I think they have got the potential to get us the biggest return for our money, and it's in areas that I think we can we're probably looking at strengthening anyway. So we'll probably get quite a good list of potential replacements for them, as I imagine we probably do in, in all positions, to be honest, but um, I think it would be one of them too for me. Potentially Helander as well.
2: Yeah. But again, yeah, it's all the usual well. players,
1: really, I think.
2: Yeah, I, I definitely, mate. I think that's the ones that are probably going to be. Um Ali, if you had to pick one, who would it be?
3: To go, um, similar to scholarship, to be honest, I, I think it's Kamara. I, I've said previously there's, there's players... I think if we lose, we can't replace Kamara. I think we can replace him with somebody in the middle of the park. He's a fantastic player, Kamara. I just think, as Scotia says, he could have a stormer in the Euros. His value will just shoot up and the offers will be too good to turn down. We need to sell somebody this season, so somebody needs to go and I just think Kamara is somebody we could replace and the other side of the question, someday that I wouldn't that we couldn't replace and I wouldn't let go Ryan Kent. We cannot let Ryan Kent go. He yeah. I give him whatever he wants. Whatever he wants. If he wants more snakes, more crocodiles, whatever he wants, give them <laughs> give him that. I don't care. But we cannot we cannot replace Ryan Kent. He's the one guy in on the team we just we can't replace, I'm sorry. I hundred percent agree, mate. Um, you kind of ruined the last question that that, that I
2: was going to come to you with that I was going to ask myself, mate. But we can speak about it now as well. Is I'm saying, mate, there's there's one guy on that team we cannot replace in his ranking. Um, I heard Brian Low interview you, um, when he was promoting his new his new wine. And uh, he, he mentioned as well that if he was Rangers, he would do everything he could to try and try and keep Ryan Kent at the club. There are rumours that there's there's quite a big money offer, a uh, big money contract going to get go offered to him to try and kind of lure him to stay here. I don't know if he needs to be lured to stay here. I think it's if the club gets made an offer that we literally can't refuse, then he's he's going to leave um, because I mean, yeah, but that's what we're going to have to do. But I think it would need to be. Stupid money, absolutely ridiculous money for, for Ryan Kent to leave. Um if I had to pick one to leave Man, it's hard. I love every single one of them, but it's probably Kamara, because I think the the business, the business behind it, the, the the fifty grand man you signed them for, do you know what I mean? You're gonna sell them for a lot more than that. I would I would hate to see Kamara leaving as well. I would hate to see most of them leave. The only one of them. Not bothered about leaving Brandon Barker, but fingers crossed. But um, in terms of if Kamara, I would be, I would be absolutely gutted if he left. But I think it's it's probably between him and Barisic, possibly Morelos as well. Um, if it, we get a big money offer for him, uh, Jamie, what do you think? If you had to sell one, who would it be?
0: So that's a really difficult one to answer. Um, but I think if we're, we're talking about those sellable assets. Um, Salander. I don't know. Is, is someone going to come in for him at his age? I don't know. Um, it probably would be Kamara as well. I think. Come back to your point. It probably makes the most the most business sense. I think if he goes and has a good Euros, um, he probably will command quite a big fee. So uh, it might be it might be Kamara. Although I hate to see him go because uh, he's been such an excellent signing for us. Um, yeah, uh, and we'll on, the, on the other on who. Uh, no, sorry. I was going to say another point of who I wouldn't like to leave. Um, probably a toss up between Kent, Goldson, and Alfie.
2: Yeah, I'm not shocked that you picked Alfie because your dog's named Alfie, mate. But uh, uh, that's uh, that's absolutely fair enough. But I think I, love him. I know. <laughs> so, do I absolutely love the guy. I've got him up my wall. Um, but I, I, I would, I would hate to see. I would hate to see any of them leave. It's going to be difficult when they when they decide to leave, but it is going to need to happen, which is, uh, which is a real shame. But they will be forever remembered for being part of the team that brought us 55. So um, you can't really ask for much more than that. So finally, move on to just David Russell's part of the uh, his first part of his question. Assuming we get to the group stages, give us your perfect group scenario. Uh, I'll go first for us. I want the biggest possible teams you can imagine to be in our group because I want to get back to Ibrox and have Ibrooks absolutely rocking with the biggest team that you could possibly imagine and absolutely rip the roof off the place. I think if we get to the the, the group stages, we've already pretty much achieved what we, what we were looking to do in terms of revenue from um, Europe. Uh, I think it would a uh, big, a great achievement if we do manage to get to the group stages, especially Gerard's first first crack at it uh, Champions League I would be absolutely delighted but yeah I'm I'm all for the I know I want Rangers to win I want Rangers to progress but realistically how far are we going to get in the Champions League so give me the biggest names possible uh, Ali your thoughts
3: yeah I'm the exact same if if, if we get there I want I won an English team I'm desperate for an, I won an English team the last couple of seasons in Europa League so yeah, I'd I'd like I'd like to top yeah. top seeds pot pot one. Give me an English team, anyone? I, I take anyone. Um, I, I would say the, the standard between the Europa League and the, the Champions League isn't as massive as it used to be. If you take the the premium teams out, if you want to call it your Real Madrids, Barcelona's, all that, the rest of them, your kind of pot threes, pot fours, they're all round about the same. To be honest, so you you could get lucky and get a kind of Decent, decent draw you might possibly get out of, but no, I'm the same. Give me the, the biggest teams we can get. <laughs> Just that's all I want. But an English team, that's the one I want. Yeah, Jamie, your thoughts?
0: I was exactly the same. Europa League, I was paying for a an Arsenal at Tottenham my Man you, last year. Um, it's, it's it's obviously slightly different. You're looking at it in a different sense because um, of obviously the restrictions at the moment so we can't get to ibrox or we can't travel to away fixtures so difficult one to answer apart from just exactly the same way that you have and that you just want the biggest teams the the biggest draw um and the biggest challenge but then on the other hand would you prefer the option or the possibility of actually progressing qualifying and, and getting into the latter stages
2: It's a tough one, mate. It is. It's tough. Um, but I, I just want the, I want the, the glory, the glory ties, mate. Do you know what I mean? I just want the, <laughs> I want the, I, I don't know, Man City or something. Like Ibrox. I mean, imagine that. It would just be ridiculous. It really would be unbelievable. Scottish. So, final word to you, mate. What's your thoughts on group stages? You all for the easiness of just getting through, it or bring it on, to anybody? Um,
1: to be honest, I've not looked at the permutations who we could potentially be facing, what the pot seeds are like. But I think in terms of a team that I really, really want, Real Madrid, without a shadow of a doubt. um, And it would be typical that we would get Real Madrid next season when not everyone can get to Ibrox, when no one can go to the Bernabeu, because Real Madrid's been one of these teams. Every time we've been in the Champions League, I've wanted Real Madrid. I think 1963 was the last time we played them in European competition. Um, so th- those would be a team that I would absolutely love. And, you know, it'd be sod's law that we, we would get them when we can't enjoy it to its fullest. Um, but I think I would like to get, depending where we are, I would like to get, you know, your pot three, or if we're in, I don't think we will be in pot three ourselves. So you would want your, your kind of easiest team from the pot three seeds so that it gives us a bit a um, better chance of finishing in third place. Because I think second place, in the Champions League group stages, next season's just beyond us at the moment, and that's a that's a couple of years away. Yeah, I would say. Um, so you would, I would like to get a really big team from Pot One, and then a favourable team from the, the Pot Three or Pot Four, um, so that we've got a good chance of qualifying. They are dropping in, more. in Europa league.
2: Yeah, much more much more rational um, thought behind it all than me just going give me the biggest team in the world I want to play them I'll just want to beat them uh, it was definitely more rational than my answer for sure uh, but that's us uh, that's us at the end thank you to everybody that got involved for that we uh, really do enjoy when when you when ask questions and you want to get involved it. Um, uh, we really do love answering your questions but uh, that'll do us for tonight slightly longer tonight gentlemen um, Ali as always mate thank you very much for your time and um, we've managed to make it through this new thing
3: I'm using uh, to record the video without breaking in. so
2: yeah, I'm happy enough for
3: that. Yeah, it's good. I'd, I'd like to also say, well, we've been actually live. The Green Brigade have come out with Banner 105 today, <laughs> which is um, brilliant. They had, a go at Jim, they had a go at Jim's dad last night from American Pie, which was a bit awful, but they've got, I don't know who they've got in Banner 105 today, but it's... Um, it's brilliant. I don't know why they're doing these banners, because big Ang is coming. So I don't know why they're counting down to them with all these banners. So but it's good to watch.
2: I don't think they've confirmed it though. I think that's what they're they're thrilling their knickers about, because they all went mental after he get put out by a his team get put out by a car manufacturer or something like that in their cup or something like that, didn't he? So um they all went off or not on that. Kennedy was a was a good laugh to be honest. It was good to listen to. Uh, and then their goalkeeper scored a penalty as well, which is tremendous. Uh, I mean, this is brilliant. I can't wait for all this to happen. Uh, I really can. It's just, I can do, do podcasts on it, honestly. Uh, but anyway, Ali, thanks very
3: much, mate. No problem. Speak to you again. Scotia, cool, thank you very much,
1: mate. Uh, cheers. I've just seen a belt everyone on Twitter there as well. It's just the black banner we help written on it. <laughs>
2: It's just getting better, honestly. It's just incredible to watch and say you can't not laugh at it, honestly. Gonna make it up, Uh, Jamie. Thank you very much again, mate.
0: Thank you for having me, boys.
2: So, shameless plug, everybody. Uh, But if you don't, um. If you don't subscribe to us on YouTube, and actually, if you don't subscribe to us on YouTube and you're just listening, come over and check out our new of Tech that we're using. Um, give the, the page a wee, a wee follow, a wee subscribe, and, and like the videos. Give us a wee five-star rating on Apple Podcast. Leave a comment and share any of you can. It really does help support us and makes a huge difference. Again, thank you to everybody that got involved with the questions. We genuinely do love doing that. So that'll do us for today, gentlemen. Um, we'll speak to you all next time. We are Club at 22, the Champions Podcast. Cheers. I might be better off without ya There's
0: too many people around ya And all these vultures that surround ya They don't know a thing about ya You're so gorgeous
1: Cause you make me feel gorgeous
0: I think no go